Hello, and welcome to mysisterskeeper.blog, the podcast. My name is Marcia Cato, and I'm so excited for you to join us today. I believe sisterhood is so much more than biological. It is a choice, an intentional decision to involve yourself in the life of another and in turn invite others to engage in your life. As a single mom, the vital role my sisters play in my life has never been clearer to me. Join my sisters as we explore motherhood with all its joys and challenges, co-parenting, mental and emotional health and wellness, and this beautiful thing called community. My aim here is simple, to engage a community of sisters, to share real life experiences and the lessons we've gleaned from them. Come with us as we journey to discover deeper connections as sisters, as human beings, to repossess the embodiment of community. This is Great day, my sisters, and welcome to another episode of the My Sisters Keeper dot blog podcast. I'm so glad that you've taken the time to join us here today. I'm so excited for you to sit down and talk with me for a few moments in your day. Um, it always means so much to me that you would spend your time with me, spend your time with us here. I realize that there are so many other things that you could do with your time so that you would take a moment from your schedule to spend time with us here means the world to me. Um, happy Tuesday. I know, I know. Happy Tuesday. This should be Monday, right? I am once again behind schedule. Ah, and we were once again talking about habits because, well, the creator hasn't released me from this. And this is not something that I have uh, suddenly gotten better at in the last week. No, by no means is that true. I'm still working through creating some new habits. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about where I am and the steps that I'm trying to take to work on this habit process. So we're going to dive right in. Uh, Thank you so much for checking back in today. I know I am late getting this episode out. um, And I thank you for bearing with me as I work through this process, which is a lot harder for me than I would like it to be, a lot harder than I like to admit truthfully. Well, one thing that I will say is that I, Marcia Cato, have been an expert level procrastinator in my not so distant past. I'm practicing not making that my identity. So just hear me out. Okay. (laughs) So I'm turning over a new leaf and I'm breaking that habit and creating a new habit of clearing my task list as soon as possible. In a timely manner. Uh, So, for example, I'll have major tasks cleared by the end of the workday at work. Okay, that sounds not just reasonable. That sounds attainable, manageable. Um, Having major weeknight tasks cleared by the end of the night. Ooh, this one's good for me. Working on my major weekend projects uh, by little person bedtime on Sunday night, trying to have that as my end goal. That sounds good too, right? I think that's feasible. Mm, Podcast recording prep time. Yeah. 
making sure that I've gotten my prep and brainstorming and writing done by Thursday, having my recording completed by Sunday morning, ideally not the week of, like the week before, and then working on building up my episode bank, especially when my little one is away on playdates or when he's out of town or just spending the night with a family member. These are these are goals. These are actual literal goals and not just means to an end goals. Some of them are. Yes, absolutely. But my point is that I'm starting to get this concept of habit building. I've probably jumped ahead. So let's jump back okay, a little bit. What even is a habit? Um, I'm not going to give you like a, a real, real definition per se, but let's just say for our purposes that a habit is something that exists to meet a, a need, be it a biological need, a spiritual need, or a practical need. There is a reason that this habit has been formed to allow us to do something quickly without having to spend additional time thinking about it. Um, there's all kinds of science behind it. We talked a little bit about some of the books that uh, Pastor Craig Rochelle had recommended, and there are others truly out there about habits. Um, I will be sure to reference some of the things that we talked about previously. Um, but guess what? The Bible actually talks about habits as well and gives us a few guidelines. And in Life Church's guide on habit formation, making good habits, breaking bad habits. Um, they talk about and summarize like the five key biblical themes about habits that the Bible talks about. One, the Bible talks about isolation being a bad habit. Um, I know that to be 100% true. That's one of the things that the enemy tries to convince us that when we're struggling with something, when we're having a hard time, that we need to pull away and spend more time with ourselves. We don't need to let anyone else see what we're dealing with. All things that lead us to a place of trying to deal with things on our own and not utilizing the community that we're a part of to strengthen us, to hold us accountable, to lend us their wisdom all things we know that ultimately leave us in a weaker state, right? Right. Well, let's see. What are some of the other biblical themes? So we said, one, isolation is a bad habit. Uh, two, that the idea of good daily habits, that comes from God. That's a godly idea. We didn't come up with this good daily habits thing on our own as humans, but the creator who gave us our minds and the way that we think instilled these uh, pathways in us that make things like habit loops, uh, the reward, and mm, I'm so saying that backwards, but you get what I'm trying to say, that uh, we have these pathways in our brain because of the way that the Lord created us. Um, let's see. One of the other biblical themes, the third one was that temptation is not from God, which is something that you hear say and heard say in scripture in different places that, you know, the Lord does not tempt us. So while we may have difficulty working on something and while, um, there are different things that trip us up, like for me, getting things done on time is something that trips me up. It's not that the creator is tempting me with wasting my time, 
reading things that are not pertinent to what I need to do at the moment or watching something that's not pertinent to what I need to do at the moment. No, that temptation is not from the creator. That temptation really comes from my own nature and my own (laughs) desire to just please me right in the moment instead of taking the time and prioritizing what needs to be done first. Well, let's see. Um, What's another key biblical theme? Bad habits are bad masters. Making our habits the masters of our lives is such a vicious cycle and will leave you spiraling. Like if I'm, if I leave myself uh, unaccountable, if I leave myself um, putting things off all the time, nothing will ever get done, right? Um, I would never take care of my household. I would never get things done on my job. Um, And ultimately my coworkers would be pretty unhappy working with me Uh, That would have impact on whether or not I continued at my primary job, right? And then I would also be modeling these bad habits for my little one and teaching him that this is an okay way to live. Is he already seeing some of these things? I am sure he is by not modeling getting things done as quickly as possible. I am making it harder for him to learn the import of doing something when he's told the first time. Um, So it's so important for me to be able to master these habits and master my procrastination habit so that I can be a better model for him as well. And that he can see me mastering my life in a way that isn't just revolving around running by my behind myself, running by my tail all the time. Right. Well, and then the fifth key biblical theme that the Life Church Guide talks about is that the Creator always gives us a way out. Um, the Creator doesn't leave us to our own devices and say, "Okay, well, you have this habit. All right, you go ahead and figure it out. You you've got this, right? You don't need me." No, the Creator is always here and giving us tools that will enable us to conquer these habits. Um, be it procrastination for me, uh, which honestly is like the beginning part of so many other things. I think my procrastination leads me to having issues with like timeliness um, and not factoring or budgeting my time adequately, um, not recognizing how much time a project will actually take. Yeah, that that can also lead to it. So I I think that uh, all of these time pieces all go together for me, but that the creator gives us tools and will point us to things that will assist us in this way. Um, I'm still working on finding those tools. I'll be honest. I have not found a great method, but what I have found is that as I allow myself to be more open to the creator's suggestions, he'll um, prompt me okay, Marsha, you have more space, maybe not more physical time, but more space in this moment, like early in the mornings when my little one is still sleeping, which is ridiculously early because he is an early riser. But that's the time when I have a freshest mind and can have focused time by myself to work on specific projects to be able to um, 
do additional thinking, to be able to do additional communing with him to work through certain things. Um, well, the the habit guide that Life Church gave, um, and also the devotional that I've worked through, right? Um, they have a habit acronym. So they break down the word habit and break it into one, two, three. There are how many letters in this word? One, two, three, four, five, six habits, excuse me, is the acronym. Um, so there are six parts. So H becomes healthy identity. We talked last week that I think I speak, spoke a little bit about it, that one of the things that we as humans try to do, I know I'm definitely try to do is say, OK, I'm going to break this habit. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And one of the things that Pastor Craig says that we often put what we're going to do in front of who we are and who God is and that by putting do in front of who we're approaching things backwards and that many of our bad habits are ways that we cope with something unhealthy or lacking in our own identity and that if we'll take the time to look at what those pieces are we can better identify what it is that we're trying to find and if we'll look at doing the hard work if we're looking at doing the hard work of rewiring our habits then I need to also take a deep, hard look at opening up and digging into the deeper reasons behind my habits. So what are the deeper reasons behind my procrastination, my uh, lack of timeliness, right? So I need to sit down with that and not just glance at it at the surface. I'm still working through that. <laughs> so the next letter at A is uh, ask for help. Breaking bad habits is going to require help. Again, we're not supposed to be living life in isolation, right? Um, and going it alone is a bad habit. It truly is. And we want to break that. We weren't designed to do life alone. And we need others that we love and trust to hold us accountable, to be good models, to uh, check in on us and to ask us how we're doing, right? Family members, friends, even coworkers or neighbors that you trust who are willing to check in with us, they can connect and can make this habit breaking process possible by being a part of this journey with us and not allowing us to go things alone. Because truly when we try to do things in isolation, there's no one to say, Hey, aren't you supposed to be doing X, Y, Z? Hey, I thought we were working on, uh, eating less sugar. I thought we were working on making sure we're getting in our eight glasses of eight ounces of water a day or however many water bottles a day. Whatever those goals are, whatever those habits are that we're working on, having someone to hold us accountable, having someone to talk through those pieces with makes all the difference, especially when we're looking at the deeper reasons behind these habits. We're not going to be able to dig into a lot of those things by ourselves. We need people we trust, our counselors, our friends, our confidants to be able to reflect those things back at us so that we can see who we are, so we can see where we are. So we've gotten uh, H, healthy identity, A, ask for help. We're on to letter B. Be kind to yourself. 
oh man. So you may have heard me say in like a really early episode that that was one of the things my grief counselor would say to me so often, uh, Marsha, be kind to yourself. Marsha, be kind to yourself. And I think he was probably the earliest person who sort of touched on my habit of negative self-talk or um, this, the unrealistic standards I might try to hold my, I try to hold myself to very often. And so truly the be kind to yourself is something that I struggle with on a daily basis. I always want to just stop whatever it is that I'm working, I'm working on, whatever the bad habit is. I want to be able to stop it right away without giving time for the very real habit creation cycle time. 21 days, Marsha, not overnight. Making a new habit takes 21 days. So that means I need to give myself grace when I mess up seven days later, five days later, three days later, one day later. (laughs) And recognize that making good daily habits, it's not just about perfection. When I mess up, I need to be kind to myself and not just give in to negative self-talk. But remember that the new identity that I'm focusing on, the new identity that I'm striving to live by is where I'm coming from. And that I am not simply a procrastinator, but I am called by Christ and through his power, I am capable and healthy and organized and that Christ's power enables me to do all these things, to be all these things and just giving myself grace. So the next letter is I investigate and make changes. Part of finding This is also part of finding your healthy identity. So again, taking that deeper look at yourself and seeing uh, where are these habits stemming from. And then as we're trying to create new new habits, as we're trying to find this um, one habit that we're working on first, are the changes that we're making working? I feel like it's too early for me to tell for sure, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say what I've done in the last seven days, not working. So that I need to really make sure that I'm spending time reevaluating what I'm trying to do right now, because there are existing habits, habits of going to media, be it books or articles or YouTube or some sort of some form of video to sort of mind numb instead of working on what I need to take care of right now or saying, oh, I'm tired, I'm going to go to sleep And then not actually going to sleep, but distracting myself because I know there are things that I have processing in my mind that I need to work through. So holding myself accountable, one, and making sure that I still am working through this process with those in my circle. And if the changes that I'm trying to make, if the things that I'm working on aren't sticking and I'm still falling back into old habit patterns, stopping and reevaluating. Okay, maybe I'm not approaching this from the correct viewpoint. Maybe I'm not identifying clearly what unhealthy identity is driving this habit. And maybe I need to go back to the drawing board. That's a very real possibility, right? Um, So the next letter is T, trust. Trust the God process. So we're saying again that habits, daily habits, they come from God and he's going to be with us in this process as much as we allow him to. So I'm striving to 
with my devotional time, uh, with my reading time, even with the media that I'm watching, my intent (laughs) is to be real conscious about what I'm putting in right now um, and watching more sermons that have to do with habits or have to do with identity right now instead of just brain numbing on uh, things like Game of Thrones related or uh, just different comedy things right now. Not there's anything wrong with those, but if I'm working on building something, I need to make sure that I'm taking in things that are enabling me to do that and not distracting from it. And that's maybe an oversimplification, but that's the the letter in the acronym, trust the God process, and that he will, again, give us what we need, right? <laughs> and then the last letter is S. S, small wins every day. Uh, Pastor Craig Rochelle says, small disciplines done consistently lead to big results over time. If we take the time to celebrate small wins every day, um, maybe not through sweets for me because, well, that doesn't lead me to a great place. But um, if we're taking the time to celebrate the wins every day, we'll have these hallmarks, these uh, monuments, these, we'll call them hallmarks, that will sort of mark off where we've, where we've come from and where we've gotten to and help us to say, okay, I've accomplished this goal so far, so I need to continue pushing forward. Not that we won't still have struggles, not that I won't still mess up, not that I won't still need to work on this habit thing. But the more we celebrate the times when I get up when my alarm gets goes off instead of hitting snooze and going back to sleep, the time when I celebrate um, getting breakfast together on time for my little one to sit down and eat when we celebrate the okay check off these things done on time or check off these tasks completed um the more i'm enabling myself to create new habits i'm giving myself a good reward and completing a good habit So again, this is sort of what I've been working through, what I'm working on. It is by no means perfect. Oh my goodness, this is a case in point. This Tuesday episode instead of Monday episode, right? But I am working on it. I am working on it. And I wanted to share this journey with you all is maybe there's something that you have, a habit that you have that you need to work on as well. And we can help each other to remain accountable and we can share where we are on this journey. I think that would be really helpful. (laughs) Um, One of the things that I'm really striving to do with this habit creation, habit breaking process right now, though, is really trying to identify uh, healthy identity and making sure that I'm making these habits based on who I am in Christ and not simply what I want to do, who I am in Christ and who I want to be in Christ and who I want to be is an organized person. I want to be a healthy person. So there are definitely different pieces to this, not simply the procrastination, not simply the timeliness, but that I think is where we're starting out right now. Um, so 
I thank you all for being with us here today. Like I said, I just wanted to spend a few minutes with you to tag in, check in on what I'm working on this week and where we are. And I hope that this sharing is helpful to you. I hope that you'll walk with me through this process, excuse me, as I keep going. So a habit takes 21 days, right? (laughs) A new habit takes 21 days to create. So it is now October the 4th, 2022. So in the next three weeks, I'm going to be working on my time habits. And you, my sister's keeper, are going to be one of my accountability partners and me showing up here on time, me showing up here early, prepared, all of those things will be hallmarks, will be monuments um, and small wins over time that will help me see where I have grown. So again, thanks for being with us here today. I look forward to talking with you all again next week as always. And I hope that you all have a great one. Be blessed. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on the MySistersKeeper.blog podcast. My hope is that you will hear a little of your story or your sister's story in the experiences we share here and know that you are not alone. Motherhood is fierce. Life is challenging. But I believe that the Creator will give us what we each need to equip us for the task at hand. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and rate on your favorite podcast app. Let our time together inspire us to show up and connect with someone today. Let's go out and live connected lives.